Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Avatar, the After Show. This is the one and only show where we are talking about every single episode of Avatar, the Last Airbender. And uh, we are just moving right along into our journey of this incredible show. This show that, apparently, Netflix doesn't think is all that good because they just fired the creators. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, we're taking shots at Netflix. Anyway, okay. So, um, obviously, we are talking about Chapter 17, The Northern Air Temple. Uh, we are basically almost done with the show. We only got, like, after we reviewed this episode, we only got, like, three episodes left, and then the season one is over, and then season one of Avatar The After Show will end, um, after we do the recap and everything, um, and, uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty, pretty interesting, you know, because then we, we're gonna be getting into season two, which is gonna be better, and then season three, which is going to be even better, so, uh, but, but first, we gotta finish up season one, and we just gotta keep moving forward, and we gotta talk about chapter 17, the Northern Air Temple. Uh, so let's get started. Chapter 17, the Northern Air Temple. It debuted on November 4th, 2005. It was directed by Dave Filoni. Uh, Star Wars, dire- Star Wars director Dave Filoni is back, uh, directing an episode of the show. Uh, and it was written by Elizabeth Welch, Welch E. Has, uh, and, uh, was, and the animation was done by D.R. Movie. So, uh, this episode, uh, I gotta tell you, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I didn't love it. Um, I thought it was kind of okay. I did think it was a step down from last week's episode, but, um... I still really liked it. Uh, I liked how we saw a little bit more of um, the other air temples. Um, We didn't just, you know, I like how we are kind of exploring the other air temples in this episode. We um, get to see what the the northern air temple looked like and um, how much it's changed in the past hundred years. Um, uh, But we also get to meet a a lot of, uh, uh, um, a lot of, new characters in this movie as well, you know, so, um, but, uh, let's go ahead and just, uh, let's, I say we just, uh, uh, you know, get, get started with this, uh, with this episode, so, uh, let's see, Okay, let's find something here. Um, sorry, guys, I'm bringing up uh, a little something. Um, but I guess I could talk about um, a little bit more as to... Uh... Okay, so um, let me just get my negatives out of the way so we can... Um just uh kind of move on uh, and talk a little bit about some of the positives um i uh honestly i i i didn't like the um i really thought that the opening of this episode was kind of weak 
Um, because it moves quick. Like, the beginning of this episode just moves quick. It's like they start off... It's almost like you're starting off in the middle of an episode. Which feels weird. Um, it doesn't feel like the beginning of an episode. It feel Like, it opens up with Katara and... Um, and the uh, Katara, Sokka, and Aang all hearing, um, a story about, um, about some, like, air walkers, you know, and it just, it just moves so quick, it almost feels like they sped up that moment, and they didn't give it enough time to really, um, to really delve deep into what the air walkers are, um, but then, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, the old, the, the, the guy who tells the story says that his great-grandfather, uh, saw them just recently, and so then, and so it immediately cuts to the next day, it, we, we do not get time for Aang to go, we should probably go on this, we should probably go on this journey, you know, because we're just into it right away, um, and that's probably one of my biggest complaints with this episode is that it just moves too dang quick and there's not enough time for us to slow down a little bit. There's a couple moments here and there, but there's not enough time for us to kind of slow down and just keep the pace just at, you know, the pace was kind of, um, I felt, um, very fast, like no time to breathe. So, um, but, uh, let's go ahead and, um. And I, and I will say, um, this is like two episodes in a row now. We're not getting anything of Zuko and Iroh. Um, and again, not that that's a bad thing necessarily. It's just that it, it you know, I, I think this just comes from Zuko being my favorite character in the show. And I kind of would like to see a little bit more of, uh, of that side of the, of the show. Because it's one of the more interesting parts. Um, not that not, not that everything with Aang and Katara is boring. Uh, not at all. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot of really interesting stuff. I mean, last week I thought it was very fascinating. Um, so, but anyway, let's break this episode down from beginning to end. So it starts off again, like I said, with uh, a man telling a story about the Airwalkers. Um, saying that they saw them, uh, say, saying that his gran- great-grandfather saw them last week. Uh, and then the next day, Team Avatar is heading towards the Northern Air Temple, and they see people gliding, and Aang says that they are not real airbenders, and they are just people pretending to fly with with gliders. Um, they How they don't have the spirit of an airbender. Uh, and then this is where we meet Tio, who is, um, a, who is like in, uh, who's in a, um, uh, a wheelchair, um, and, uh, he's, he kind of, and I like the way he uses his, um, how his glider is kind of used almost like as a flying, de- has his wheelchair when, it, when it's hooked up into this, um, this kind of, uh, glider, um, it, you know, he's got the controls and he can control it using these little handlebars. It's all really cool. It's really cool stuff. Um, and kind of like this interesting take on, on, uh, on, um, early, early, you know, innovations, um, that, uh, that are being created. But, 
Um, Tio, there's this really great moment where Tio um, kind of like forms uh, Aang's head into the sky, like kind of draws Aang's face, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, then uh, he decides to show them. He decides to show them around, and he and Aang is looking around and saying that uh, it's unbelievable that they are um, that they have all these. Uh, mechanics in the air temple that they basically destroyed a thousand year old temple um by putting all these like basically these like tubes and everything um these pipes everywhere um uh and so they go to a place that has been that hasn't been touched or hasn't been broken down yet but that all ends when we meet Tio's father, who ends up, who is trying to make a um, a bath a bathhouse, uh, and then Ang is mad. This is not sitting well with Ang. He's saying you're you're destroying um, a, a a sacred temple, you know. Um, we do get to learn a little bit about Tio and his father's backstory. We learn that. Uh, um, there was a flood that destroyed their village, uh, killed, um, Tio's mom, and then we, um, hear a little bit about how they were, uh, homeless, and they found, um, the, the Northern Air Temple, and kind of settled in and used it as their home, and they were trying, and they've been trying to, uh, innovate new ways for people to live in a safe and, um, and comfortable environment. Um, and then there's an entire subplot with um, Tio's father going off with Sokka. I'm gonna be honest, that whole subplot makes to me just um, isn't interesting, um, especially with the whole rotten eggs thing. It's just I I could have done without the whole rotten egg thing. Um, but they get to this uh, little, you know, the untouched. Uh, entrance to the air temple's sanctuary uh and then tio is curious and says uh i've always wondered what it's like in there and then angst says you know he wants to uh leave it untouched um but after they uh they do a little bit of uh of you know, air gliding with Tio. Aang agrees. Okay, I'm gonna open up that that um, untouched sanctuary, and this is where <laughs> this is where we find out that Tio's father uh, made an agreement with the Fire Nation to build um, weapons for them, and we just get this kind of really disappointed look on Tio's face. Like, my, you mean to tell me my father's been building? weapons for mass destruction and you know you can tell uh you know the fire nation threatened that if he doesn't build these uh things for us then we then we will uh burn this village to the ground uh this temple to the ground i should say uh and uh as one of the <laughs> As someone from the Fire Nation comes, um, Aang basically tells them that the deal is closed and that you need to get the F out of here. 
And this is where we get our final action scene, which this action scene is pretty cool. Again, minus the whole, um, the whole, well, actually, actually, when Sokka comes back with, um, the, 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 the air balloon and, like, throws the fire, the, throws the, 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 the fuel source over and it blows up everything and the Fire Nation retreats, that's all really cool stuff. I almost said it wasn't cool, but. It, it is all really cool stuff. Um, there's even one part of this uh, <laughs> this fight where it looks like Aang and Katara are just backed into a corner. Then Appa just comes in and wrecks shop. Um, I even I I even just I I, I remember just I, I was watching that moment going yeah nobody f's with my boy Appa. Come on you don't come on you can no Appa that's why you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he just comes in and just wrecks shop on all these vehicles. He just headbutts them all, and it's like awesome. <laughs> um, but of course we 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 do see the balloon. Um, and then Sokka throws the thing over, but all of a sudden, uh, after the Fire Nation retreats, the balloon is going down. Aang comes in and saves all of them, and then, um. Aang goes on to tell um, Tio and everyone else from the vill from uh, and everyone else in Tio's little village that um, he was no longer upset about the changes. Uh, he said that um, it's instead he feels happy that they've made the the temple their own and asks them to keep protecting it. Uh, and then this like motivates them. Uh, to just, you know, kind of join in the, the, the good fight, you know. Um, but that is not the end of the episode because we cut back and we see the Fire Nation um, with the uh, guy. Um, what's his name? His name is like Quinn. I think that Qu uh, Quinn, I think is that's what his name is. Um, and then he says, this defeat is the gateway to many victories. And boom, ending right there. Uh, so that is um, the Northern Air Temple episode. So, um, uh, overall, uh, I thought this episode was um, good. I thought it was... Um, there was, I thought it, it just moved a little bit too quick. There were certain points where I felt like we needed to kind of pull back and just slow down just a little bit, just so we can get a few more good character moment, character building moments. But I feel like it just was, you know, it's like, okay, we got to We got to get going. You know, um, we got, we've been dragging this out so long and we got to, we still got to get to the North pole. So let's just make this episode quick, a quick in and out episode, you know? Um, but who knows, maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll watch it, I, at some, maybe I'll give this episode another shot and go, you know what, I actually do like that, but, uh, for now, I'm just gonna say, uh, I will give, uh, the Northern Air Temple, uh, I'll go ahead and give it a 7, a solid 7 out of 10, so, alright. Uh, that so that does it for the review portion. 
join us. I hope you join us next week when we talk about Chapter 18, The Waterbending Master. But before we say goodbye, we got to get to some questions. So let's answer some questions. Let's get started with the first one here, which is, uh, what is one part of the live action series are you most looking forward to? Uh, I know you're a big fan of the show and was wondering what you would like to see. Well, uh, like I said in last week's episode, um, again, I pre-record these shows we like two weeks in advance. So by the time I actually talked about the news, it had already dropped. Um, but you know, last week's episode, I talked, to, I gave you guys my just my like quick general thoughts on the um, uh, the 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 creators leaving the show. Um, I think for me, the thing I'm most intrigued to see is just how they handled the, uh, the bending, um, because let's, let's call it like it is in the M. Night Shyamalan movie, the bending was done like complete shit, um, where they just kept doing these slow, elongated movements, and it just took forever to do. It was like it was like they took one minute just to move water, you know. Um, and I hope they don't do that uh, with this um, with this new series. I hope they actually uh, do exactly kind of what what the show did, which was quick neck, you know, quick speeds, you know. Um, but also what I don't want to see, I, because here's, here's, the, here's my problem with a lot of Netflix series. And not all of them do this, but some of them do. Um, like, example, The Witcher. The Witcher, there is a lot of action sequences where they will, sh- where they feel the need to shake the camera up. And for me, I feel like that's not... Like, that's not how you film action for me. Like, for me, I don't like a bunch of shaky cam all over the place. I like to be able to see what's going on. And in the show, in the original show of Avatar The Last Airbender, you are able to see everything that's going on. You know, it's not like they will shake the camera up every five minutes. You're able to actually see using a lot of pans and a lot of wide shots. You know, you, uh, you can actually see what's going on. Um, you're following the action. And that's what I want for the live action series. I want them to kind of do, uh, I want them to, to nail that part of it. Um, but what I also want is to just see a great show. I just want this show. Look, I know I'm, I'm still upset that the creators are gone. And I'm really scared because they are gone. But I so desperately want this to be good. I really do. After watching the um, the live action movie, and I'm even starting to watch Legend of Korra, and even Legend of Korra, although it's not as bad as the movie, it's just disappointing. You know, Legend of Korra is just a massively was massively disappointing. If you want to compare Avatar: The Last Airbender to the Star Wars franchise, um, uh. Avatar The Last Airbender is basically the original trilogy of the Avatar franchise. It's great. It's it's a masterpiece. People love it. There's a generation that grew up with it. Then there's the the, the you know 
the M. Night Shyamalan movie, which is basically like the Star Wars prequels, except one major difference. People aren't talking about how they love the M. Night Shyamalan movie. There are some people who will defend it. I don't understand those people. There are some people who defend it, but um, I don't. I will never understand it. But then you have The Legend of Korra, which is basically like the sequel trilogy. It's just a massive letdown. Uh, it could have been something great. And it actually starts out, and you think it's going to be something great. You watch that first season of Legend of Korra, and even, look, I'm I'm like three episodes, three episodes into the first season. I like what I'm seeing in the first three episodes, you know. And I've always said, the first season of Legend of Korra is not bad. It's seasons two, seasons three, and season four that just go downhill from there, you know. Um, and that's kind of how people view the sequel trilogy, where it kind of started out great, and then just kind of went downhill from there. Um, so, I th- and I think that that's... And I think right now, this franchise, the Avatar franchise, needs something to, excuse me, bring fans back into what made that original show great. Um, I just hope it's good. I hope it's good. And if it sucks, oh well, I still have the original series on DVD um, to watch as many times as I want. Um, Heck, if the original show leaves Netflix tomorrow, um, I will still be watching the crap out of this series uh, because I have it on DVD. So there that goes. Um, all right. Um, okay. Let's see here. Let's see. What's the next question? Oh, here's a good one. Um, favorite character so far in season one. Uh, so far, I'll say it's eh, I'll say it's Zuko. Zuko. But I'll tell you what. Aang is really close. To, like this is really Aang's. Even though the whole show is really about Aang, season one is where you really... Like, this is Aang's story, you know? Um, Season one is really... You know, Aang is the the shining star of the the season. So, but but I'm still going to go with Zuko. Okay. Um, Favorite action scene so far? Ooh, favorite action scene. That's a good one. Um, I'll probably say the one in the um, in episode two, uh, av- the Avatar Returns, where Aang uh, is escaping Zuko's ship. Just the way it starts out with him saying, um, "I can take you guys with my hands behind your back," and then he just does it, and then he f- and then it leads into his one on one fight with Zuko, and then it leads to him like escaping on Appa, and then Zuko and Iroh basically doing this big fireball like shoot at the at the the avatar gang and uh it's all it's a really great action scene a close second will probably be the one in the um winter solstice part two where um avatar roku basically returns and starts wasting everybody there um it's an awesome moment. Very awesome moment. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, next. Oh, here's a good one. 
Um, this is comparing two characters from Le- from Avatar and Legend of Korra. Uh, who do you think is the better animal sidekick? <laughs> Appa or Naga? Um, Appa. I mean, come on. I mean, again, I'm I'm three episodes into, um, again, I'm three episodes into, uh, Legend of Korra. I'm sorry, but Naga's got nothing on Appa. I mean, I bet if Appa and Naga were to get into like a, a fight, Appa's gonna win that fight hands down. Cause did you just did, again? Did you see this episode where basically Appa headbutts these metal machines? Come on, you know. I'm sorry, but I don't think Naga did anything that cool in Legend of Korra. I'm sorry. Um... Um, okay, uh, hmm, let's see, this really isn't about the show, but I'll answer it, huh, who cares, uh, have you read any of the Avatar comics, and which one is your favorite? Um, I have, I've read the, um, The Search, um, which, I'm not going to talk about the plot of that, of that comic because it does give for those of you who just because I know there are some people who are listening to the show who have not seen who haven't seen the show and it and the search does give some spoilers for the later season so I'm not gonna uh so I'm not gonna get into specifics um but I have read the search uh I've read I've actually read I actually just finished reading the um the 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 Kiyoshi what was that book called Oh, it was the the one about Avatar Kyoshi. What was that? Avatar Kyoshi book. What was that? The Rise of Kyoshi. There we go. Um which was released last year, and I think there was, I think there's a sequel to it. Is is there? I want to say there's um. Up, oh, yep, there, here it is. Uh, the Shadow of Kyoshi. That's the other one. Uh, I haven't read the Shadow of Kyoshi yet, but um, I did read the Rise of Kyoshi. Um, I love that. Um. Surprisingly, the books and the comics that have come out after, um, the the books and the comics of Avatar: The Last Airbender are really great. I don't really care about the Legend of Korra stuff just because I don't like Legend of Korra, um, but I did give them a shot. I did. I. It's not like I never read those comics. I did read the Legend of Korra comics. I just didn't like them, um, cause just because I just really don't like that show, um, but I've I've. I'm 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 very different from most people. I actually really do like the comics and the books um outside of the the shows. Um I think the search might be my favorite. Uh again guys, join uh now we'll do it for this episode of Avatar the Episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um make sure you guys return next week. We are going to be talking about chapter 18, The Waterbending Master. I uh, hope you guys can come and uh, listen to that episode. Um, and then, yeah, guys, we're almost done. We're almost there. Almost there. We we are just close, just really close to getting 
to the finale of season one. Cannot wait for that. Um, but yeah, um, make sure you guys go check out all the other shows we got on the podcast feed. Zeke Setzel Show, Throwback Thursday, and the Web Singers Podcast. Um, and then also we have uh, tons of other stuff on the Zeke Setzel YouTube channel. I'm gonna be cl- I'm gonna start clipping out uh, parts of the podcast so that you guys can watch them on. Uh, you guys can see them on the YouTube channel. Um, I'm also going to be doing a lot a lot more stuff on the YouTube channel that you guys will get a chance to see later on. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.